Yo, 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 it's the PDI Show. I'm your host of the Clear Mind Fitness Podcast. Let's go! It's Clear Mind Fitness, baby. Welcome, 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 welcome. Welcome to the episode of the Clear Mind Fitness Podcast. Episode number 17 of season four. Hey, let's go. It's Clear Mind Fitness, baby. Welcome to the Clear Mind Fitness Podcast. Welcome, man. It feels so good, man. It feels so good to be back. It feels so good to be back. Can I tell you it feels so good to be back? Did I tell you? Did I tell you it feels so good to be back? No, let me stop. (laughs) Let me stop. But I do feel good, though, right? I feel good because today's episode is called General Manager. General manager. And why do I call it general manager, right? One thing that uh, I listen to ET a lot. I really like listening to ET. Like I I find myself um, listening to his his talks, you know, when he would go to schools and he would give his uh, his insight on how he became successful, you know, the steps that he took necessarily, you know, and he gives insight about his life, things of that nature. So it's like. Man, I look at E.T. like, man, yeah, that's that's somebody who uh, you would like to not only just emulate, but you want to, you know, have your own uh, learnings from that. So just listening to him, it's like, man, it takes you to a whole other level. So I realized something about one of his sessions, and it was like your draft day. And I was like, you know what? Draft day means a lot. <clears throat> Because in each sport, every year, there is a draft. Every year, there's a draft in each sport. Because each team needs help in some type of capacity. Right? And in football, I know for a fact that, you know, the worst team with the worst record, the team with the worst record, I should say, normally gets the better chance at the best player. This is your draft day. Right. So this is like, oh, man. So I kind of run my life like a general manager does, like how a general manager runs a team. A a general manager is responsible for making trades, making signings, re-signings, you know, for the, the players that play each position for the game that they play. And that's kind of like how I I have people in my life. Let's say we're using basketball, for instance, right now, like there there is my starting lineup. Right. So I have a point guard, a shooting guard, a small forward, a power forward and a center. And my job is to surround my starting five. With people who want to win. And since that's the winning mentality, I want to make sure that the core group of players or people that are around my starting five complement them. So that's where I send out the scouting people because you are the frontline worker into the talent that I come. I mean, I'm not a come, but the, the talent that I acquire. So a scout is by far one of the most important people in a team's management process. So if you want to run your life like that, run your life like a general manager. Then you'll start to see what pieces of your puzzle or what part of your party that you really want to be attached to. 
you may have a point guard already. So, you know, you want to get someone that complements that point guard. You don't want to get another point guard that wants to outshine that point guard. That's like another friend who sees your point guard, but they want to be your better point guard instead of being that six man playing their role and knowing it well. Right. So run with people who run with your alignment. If they're not in alignment with what your cause is and what your purpose is. Then you need to make sure that you put those people in place. So you have a draft every year. Every year you have a draft for the people who are in your life. Now you have people that are on your team. okay, but those people can easily be replaced. Because I have a draft every year, no matter who you are to me, I have to make sure that my mentality is to win and not in just in life, but mentally, physically, emotionally, you know, different facets of my life, I should say. So every year I have a draft. And if I don't know who I want, how do I recruit that? So I make sure that I have a good scouts. I'm my, I'm my own best scout. So if I know that I'm the scouter of the team, then I need to make sure that I build a rapport with the people who I want to be on the team and see if they can, if I can fit them into my puzzle. Let's see if you align with what the, the championship mentality is here. Right? So when I when I think about those things, I, I realize in speaking and coaching, like I'm going to rub some people the wrong way. That's what general managers do. They're they're not there to help you necessarily feel a thousand percent comfortable about your decision. That's what compromising is about. You're going to walk away. Both parties are going to kind of walk away with not with everything that they wanted, but they got something that they needed. Okay, so. That's what a good compromise is about. And good general managers compromise all the time. So, you know, you give a little to maybe necessarily get a lot or you give a lot. And then you realize like, wait, I'm only getting so little. So it's like, wait a minute, we have to come to a communication aspect. So I have a draft every single year. And the thing, the beauty part about it is that you don't have to be the number one pick to be effective. I mean, look at Tom Brady. Tom Brady was picked in the last round. That's tough. You know, as a as a, a guy who's getting ready to play in the Super Bowl for the 10th time, that's huge. You see what I'm saying? And, and I kind of run my life like how their system was in New England. Like I run my life like that. I, I make sure the right pieces are in place. Therefore, I know what I can uh, expect from that year. I run my life like a team. You have to. There's nothing wrong with that. You got to take the pride and the emotion out of how people may feel about how you made them feel. As long as you're not being disrespectful, you're not hurting them, then they are okay. <laughs> right? <laughs> like they are okay. Because sometimes I have to remove yourself or I remove myself in order to get more. I have to, I can't be around you all the time. I always tell people your future is designed in your habits. If you are a procrastinator, you don't need to be around other procrastinators. If you are always late for things, you don't need to be around people who are going to always be late to. Pick your friends based off your future. Only have people that hold you accountable for things. Accountability is something that most people, they get older and they don't like it. The older they get, the less more, the less accountability they want to be told about. You know, my, my, my profession is motivation. It's like, I'm, I'm not around negativity. Like if you unmotivate, you can't unmotivate me, but you can bring my, my spirit down. You can bring, it's like, well, wait a minute. Nope. 
Can't be around you. You're a leech. I'm no longer a host to any leech ever. I only like healthy relationships. No drama. I'm drama free. You don't hear about my name in the streets. You don't hear about me doing X, Y, and Z because I, I'm I'm low to the earth. Low vibrations, man. Like I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't deal with the nonsense. I don't deal with with all of the the uproar. Like, and that's why I'm successful. That's why I don't have those issues and I don't have those those regrets. And people, oh, I wish I would have said this. Like, man, I've learned now to say no. I've learned to just walk away. I've learned that just having my peace means way more to me than anything else. Because if I don't have my peace, then I probably don't have my sanity. And if I don't have my sanity, how am I any good to my family? And if I'm not good to my family, then what am I doing as a man? Right? So I have a draft every year. Some people get cut. Straight up. Some people just straight get cut. And it's not personal. So I reposition you. And so, yeah, some people get cut. Some people get repositioned. That's just like in football as well. You may have been the number one wide receiver the first 10 years of your career. But as you progress and you, you, you mature, you get a little older, there's someone else there to take your spot. Now, it's not personal. You're still effective. I still want you to be a part of my team. But if there are other people in place that I can put, so we can get to this goal and we can take the pride out because pride only hurts. It never helps. So if we can get to the, the same goal just in a different way and we're still winning. That's how you build dynasties. That's how people win championships. You may not like the people who are winning championships, but look how well they communicate with each other. Look how well that GM put that team. Without the GM, you still need the players. Don't get me wrong. You need the players, but you still need a facilitator of the mindset. To put those pieces together. When you look at the Bulls and you look at how the GM was, it's like, yeah, you can talk all you want about Jerry Reinsdorf. And yeah, I, man, hey, it is what it is. But the man assembled greatness. He just wasn't good at keeping it together. That's a whole different ball game. No pun intended. <laughs> but it is. You look at the Warriors. Their GM, Bob Myers, hey, man, great assembler of team. Jerry West, one of the greatest Assemblers are putting pieces together for teams for, to win championships. So I have a draft every year. Reciprocal relationships are the, are the factors to progress. If it's not reciprocal, I do not need it. I told you, my profession is motivation. So it's like, uh-uh. I pick my friends and I pick my, my I won't say I pick my family, but it's like you pick who you want to be around. I don't need to be around you for four to five hours. Maybe two, two will suffice. Cause I know after that second hour, then you probably going to try to lead me into some drama to some, some negativity. It's just like, I have no place for that in my heart. I have no place for that in my mind. I have no place for that in my spirit. It's nothing against you. It's not personal. Just know that I, I don't want to be around that. I have respect for my journey and this, this isn't a part of my journey. So I choose people who want to, who want to enhance me because I want to enhance them. You know, that's like having, you know, I always say, man, you know, you don't need people who will, who will help you enforce your bad habit. That's like having good information about a bad habit. How? That's not a good thing to do. So I'm, I'm that person you can come to. You can you can voice your opinion. You can say how you feel. I'm going to be there for you, but we're not going to stay there too long. Now, if you want to stay there, I'm not the person for you. I'm just not. But what we will do is that that isolated incident, uh, we won't let that isolated incident frame your whole way of thinking from now on. 
because people go through things and then they act like they can't uh, manage to overcome it. It's like, no, you went through it. You can overcome this as well. Like studies show right now that 85 percent of the things that we worry about and are anxious about, they never happen. 85 percent of the time, it never happens. And the 15 percent of the time it happens, over 79 percent of us say that we could deal with it. We can get over it. We can manage to get through it. So you think about that. 85 percent of the things that you worry about. How about this? The next time that you feel worried and anxious about something, write it down. Write it down. The next time you feel anxious, depressed, and you feel like your anxiety is just off the roof, write it down. Write it down and see how many times that you feel anxious in the course of a day. And the things that you feel anxious about, see if you can really get through those things. And if you can get through those things, then you know you're cognizant now that I can get through this and it's not as big as my mind make it seems. Makes it seem. A lot of times, and, you, and you'll see that. I remember one time I wrote down things. I wrote down every time I felt anxious about something, whether it be uh, doing a podcast or uh, writing content for somebody else. And that really gets you because you're like, oh, man, I want it to be perfect. And then you're overthinking. Then you got paralysis over analysis. And I'm just like, I don't get it. This is just too much. But you're qualified and talented and you're an expert into what you do already. But you will overthink something and you will take yourself out the game. I've taken myself out of the game so many times. I mean, so many times, man. I've taken myself just out the game because I felt like I couldn't do it. That was that part of you being you versus yourself again. But then I also realized like my life is meant to inspire, motivate and show love to people. So every time that I get in that mode where I feel like, no, I I can't do it, man. You know, my anxiousness is my kryptonite. It's just like I can't do. I wrote those things down. And when I sat down and really looked at that and then I started looking at the, uh, the stats on the things that you worry about and if they actually happen, like what's the, you know, the, the actual numbers on it actually happening? I'm like, they don't. So most things that we fear never happen, but we are locked in into a mindset to feel as if we can't overcome something because we are saying it out loud and you're saying it in your mind. So you're casting a spell in your mind. And now you're casting a spell out loud. I said it before. Words are spells. Simple. Words are spells. And once you realize that, you're like, you know what? I'm going to stop saying things that I can't do. You'll stop. Once I stop saying things that I couldn't do, then the things start happening for me. Like even now, like I'm, I'm still blown away by the fact that for the, I like to talk, right? And since I like to talk, I'm being afforded opportunities that are going to help change the landscape for everyone around me and for the ones who just, even if you don't want to be around me, I want to put you in a position to win. That's just where I'm at with this mindset now, like having conversations with um, with associates now and people who they they know a part of your journey. And it's just like they don't care to get into the theatrics of, you know, who did this and who said what? And it's like, no, we are on a mission to win right now. And as this 
this generation that I'm that we're dealing with right now and the separation and the imposter syndrome that a lot of us have. I know I'm I'm guilty of it. You know, there are many things that I still don't understand about myself, but this is where, you know, the meditation comes in. And this is why I'm helping people understand that you don't have to go through these things by yourself. There are many people out here who need to hear your story, just like last week when, you know, last week's episode was 7.8 billion. Like there are 7.8 billion people on this planet. So you need to get your story out to any and everyone because there's someone who needs to hear it. You know, we get so caught up in, oh, man, you know, I said it once. I like, So what? There's someone else that needs to, to hear or see what you got to say. There's a lane for everyone. The thing is, is that some people just get caught up in how other people are maintaining what they're good at. We aspire to be great and we want those results. But you know what? One thing that I've learned is that you have to delay your satisfactions. Like delay that that instant gratification. Delay it. You know, I, I'm, I've understood that I've made better decisions long term when I delay my, grat- my, my gratification. You know, it's like, no, I, I, don't, I don't want to do that. Let me delay it just for a little while, just so I can understand the moves to make. Because when I make long term decisions off short term feelings, it's like, no, they don't do that in sports. Most most good teams don't. Because you, you, you'll see that they'll, they'll have those long, big-term contracts, and they just like, ah, and it start ended up biting them in the end because they're like, this relationship then went sour. So that's why they have drafts every single year. That, that was a problem that they had. And since you anytime you can come in and solve a problem, that's when people count on you because most people run away from problems. So when you're a problem solver, you are in high demand. So now if you can manage situations, people will make you the general of that situation. They're like, hey, this is the man who or woman who can manage this, get us through this, and then take us to the next level, which is the end championship. That's the mentality to have, that I want to win a championship. This is who I assembled to win a championship. That's how your life needs to be every single day. You need to be a GM, a scout, a president, a COO. You need to be any type of chairman that you can possibly be in your life because you are your own team starting off first, Right. You are your own team starting out first. So you need to make sure that you have the best people, the best personnel in order to succeed. You need to have the best personnel around you and the best personnel to surround themselves with people who are like you as well. You don't need other people who who have drama in their lives, because then if if you like drama and you have someone who loves drama, too, then they are enabling the drama uh, aspect of your life. You don't need that. You don't need another person that's going to procrastinate. You procrastinate enough. You're trying to break that habit. You understand what I'm saying? So you, if you want to break a habit, your future is designed in your habits. So if your habits are being around drama and being around unsuccessful people, then that's what your habits are. And if that, those are our bad habits, then you need to get rid of those habits. Think about that for a second. Your future is designed in your habits. If you are having bad habits now, you don't even you need to just look at your life and see what, how far you've come or how far you went from where you want to go. I told you, people only get upset at the things they didn't finish. When you don't finish something, that's when you get upset. That's when no one can tell you about something because I'm already in my feelings about it. So now you're telling me something about it. I don't want to hear that. Manage to do something else. But that's what, it is, that's what it's about, about being that general manager. There's going to be some things that you don't like about me. I'm going to rub you the wrong way. It's going to be some things that I might do to you that I don't like to do, but you, you want to win. 
And it's not bad. It's just that it's the mentality to break because you have your own narrative. You have what you want to do, but then you have other people around you who will hold you accountable, who will hold you accountable. I only want people around me who will hold me accountable. If I put something up, I make a post, I spell something wrong. Hey, Pat, hey, man, check this out. You did this wrong. Thank you. Hey, Pat, man, you know, hey, did you run today? You know, hey, did you, did you do your, your uh, due diligence and, and having other people make sure? It's like, hey, I, I need that. You know, it's like in, in, in my course of work, I'm over 38 people every single day. So a lot of times when I get emails, I got over 400 people that I have to listen to if they have any discrepancies about anything that, that goes on. So it's just like I have a lot going on, but I, I manage it. I manage it. So if you, if you and I told you before, if you work a nine to five, you're already working 160 hours a month. So I make sure that I allocate my time well because I have other things that I need to do. There are other ways to be profitable. There are other ways to be happy in this life right now. And I'm going to manage to do that. I've been managing this whole time, you know, as a father, as a husband, you know, as a brother, as a son. It's like there are so many different facets of life that you have to go through, but everything isn't a battle. We're going through this together. We can have communication. We can believe we can achieve. We can repeat. That's the bar. I said before, I said again. Bar, believe, achieve, repeat. Let's go. I love y'all, man. This is so, this is why I say I, I make sure I put the, the, the right type of people around me. Think about that. Have your own draft day. Make sure you, you are your own best scout. Scouts are the most, by far the most important part of a team because they are going out to see the talent that you want to assemble to win a championship at the end of the day. And when I say you want to win a championship, if you and your team are together and y'all winning, everybody, you know, they got careers, they got jobs, they got businesses, they got brick and mortars, they got all these type of things. If you got that, those are championships. You don't have to necessarily get a ring, but the the goal is to win. And if you're winning together and you're, you're growing together and y'all going places you've never been before, that's the key to success right there. I love it so much, man. This is... <sighs> 50 countries. Oh, and I got to say, we got to add one, man. Hong Kong, man. Hong Kong just came up in here. Like, I I am excited about that. That is what's up, man. I, I didn't even realize that. I was like, Hong Kong and Japan, let's go. Like, that, that's so dope. So this season is coming to a close, man. This is episode 17. Um, I, it, it just feels amazing. You know, I always tell you guys, that this podcast started in John's grandmother's basement, you know, seasons one, seasons one and two, part of two, because uh, after we left part of two, season two, uh, we went to John's residence, but then we had built, well, we, he had built an office space for it. And um, he was like, hey man, you know, come here, you know, come to the office, man, and we can do the show. And that's how we were doing the show from season, the middle of season two to um, the end of season three. And then, you know, I, I made my own space now for season four. And I'm telling you, um, I didn't know. I, I did not know how I was going to manage to do podcasting after season three when, when John and I stopped doing the show together. But it was like we had a talk afterwards, you know, right right before I started season four. And we, and we just had an understanding like, hey, he was, I want you to go ahead and make sure you do your thing. He's like, I'm going to do my thing. And, you know, we're going to come together another time. And that's important. 
because without him, I wouldn't even have started the podcast. And now here I am helping other people start their podcast and give them ideas and help them gain traction on, on, on their pages and things like that. So it was like, this is just an amazing time right now. And it's, it's a very awesome time for networking. I, I tell you guys many times, if you are good at formulating words and you can pique people's interest, then you need to get on Clubhouse. Just simply get on there. Um, I mean, you have many different areas of how people are becoming successful on there i mean you have rooms where you can talk about stocks you have rooms where you talk about sports uh finances uh fitness veganism you know there are multiple things that people talk about every single day on there and right now if you can build a community you can have unity (laughs) essentially that's what it comes down to i mean you have people who come there for you they come there to listen to you there's no no games or gimmicks with that they come there to be a part of the tribe and there's nothing wrong with that everyone has a tribe everyone has something that they're interested in and if you can be that person for someone then man by all means go for it like we're in this to win together so man Again, 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 uh, next week, uh, we have episode 18 coming up. And like I said, um, wow, after episode 18, you got 19 and 20, and then that'd be it. That'd be it. But there is a surprise after the end of episode 20. So there will be an announcement about Clear Mind Fitness and Clear Mind. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) All right, man. You know, I'm out of here. It's Clear Mind Fitness, baby. Love.